Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I'm your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I am here with my mighty co-host and my amazing wife, Lisa Diana Bill you. I just love doing these shows so I can see how you're going to introduce me. There it is. Yeah. I want to call you Mighty Mouse. Oh. I don't know why. It's never it's crossed inter- my mind ever before. Interesting that you stopped. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's a little I, bit of an insult. I didn't know if you dig the mouse part. I don't dig the mouse That's part. That's why I didn't do it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mighty. No, I ain't got anything. Exactly. <laughs> now you know why I stopped. <laughs> the mighty Lisa. All right, let's dig in. Let's go. Oh, in fact, today we're talking about how to fix disconnections in your relationship. All right, let's fix it. All right, let's, let's fix it. All right, first question. This is from Anne Mormon. Could you guys talk about texting in a relationship? I want my boyfriend to text me more, and when I don't hear from him, I feel very insecure, lonely, and neglected. He has a busy job during the day while I'm stuck at home most days trying to recover from an illness. We spend a lot of good quality time together during the week if he's not busy, but I can't shake the feeling that I really would like and appreciate it if he texts me more. I've mentioned this before to him at uh, that at a minimum, I'd like it if he texts me good morning, an update on his day and good night. He said it was stupid and that he didn't have any time or energy to worry about small details like not informing me where he was or who texted who first. I feel like I initiate the majority of the texts and it upsets me. I also see his other social media accounts during the day and I find myself thinking, why can't he send me a simple good morning text if he has time to post a story on other social media platforms. What can I do for myself to change my mindset around this? How do I broach this subject again without being shot or feeling like I am in the wrong or too stupid and needy? And do you guys have any guidelines for texting in a relationship? Well, uh, it is always, always, always possible that the person writing in is framing their behavior in a way that is not accurate. But I will say, as framed here, the person who is refusing to send the text and is saying that's stupid is making a critical error of judgment. First of all, she's saying in a very articulate way exactly what she's looking for. She has not been vague and not said like, I need enough text during the day to feel good about myself. She said, I would like you to say good morning. I would like you to give me one update and I would like you to say good night. That's fucking rad. The person is telling you exactly what they need to be satisfied. Like, talk about keys to the kingdom. Also, <clears throat> as framed in the question, that's not unreasonable. Well, what Unless if- she's saying she needs it broken into chapter and verse, like the update has to be, you know, six pages long. Right. But I don't see any of that evident in the question. What if what? Oh, I was going to say, I totally agree with you what you're saying, but there also needs to be leeway. So, for instance, when you travel, I don't hear from you. You won't say good morning. Like I do most of the time. But, but, but here's the thing, I get it. 
So you do when you try. Hold on, crazy town. Yeah. Are you saying that I never? No, 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 you do. But like it's, there'll be like, you. let's say you're gone for four days. Yeah. Two of the days we may have, we may text each other right at the, like at night when you're like, babe, I'm going to bed. Um, I, well, I almost always text oh, you something in the morning. The fun, sure, I mean, bless you. You're well, being defensive. This is, this is 100% because it, it makes me think that, that what's happening here is exactly that. So that if one person, like, there's a discrepancy between, I guess, expectation oh, and reality. Yeah. So for me, I feel like I always try to make sure that you, because I'm often... Uh, because we live on the West Coast, I'm often somewhere ahead of you, which mm -hmm. means I'm waking up before you. Mm -hmm. And I would say 80% of the time you wake up to a lovely text message. Yeah. So the way that you were presenting it just now, I felt like I was being robbed of my uh, due I credit. 80, I mean, I guess, I mean, look, I, because it doesn't bother me, I'm not really paying attention. But when I think like of days where you've gone and for multiple days, I'll go up to the room and I'll like get ready for bed. I'm like, oh, we haven't even text each other all day but I'm busy too so I don't hold it against you um but it's interesting you're getting defensive over that because I I really try to effort. make an okay. effort to That's make sure fair. that you wake up to a text message after that you're yeah. absolutely right yeah, but right. so when somebody yeah. is working to make sure that the other person has something and the other person's like what oh you you sent me text messages uh, but yeah, I mean I don't if it doesn't bother you then we're a-okay um, and then I guess I just don't need to worry about texting you first thing in the morning. Huh. Now you've said it, I'll be like, oh, if you don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting that it's something that I haven't really paid too much attention to. Um, so I really will now, because if you make an actual effort, like that's a bit shitty on my part for not like... I wouldn't say it's shitty. If no, you... but not shitty, but like I, everyone wants to be appreciated. So yeah. if you're making an effort to text me in the morning, I should show appreciation. Like I'm saying it for myself. Um, so in my head, it was like, you text me sometimes, you text me sometimes, literally we'll go all day and I'll text you and I won't hear from you. I'll text you again, I won't hear from you. I'll text you again, I won't hear from you. But I know that you're super busy, so I don't think about it. Um, I forgot, like, this, we kind of got derailed. Well, so she's saying basically that she has made a very simple request, oh, in my opinion. Right. So sorry, that's what I was going to say. So what if... Um, sometimes he doesn't. How does she then respond to that? Like, does he ever like try for a couple of days and then he doesn't and that's when she gets annoyed and he's just like, oh my God, I just didn't do it for one day and now you're upset? Or is it really, like you said, how she painted it here where she's like, hey, this is what I would love. And he's like, no, that's stupid. Well, if someone's saying that's stupid right off the bat, like they clearly don't, um, aren't respecting your wishes like and it doesn't mean that he has to say yes i want to also make that abundantly clear because he may have a career and a job that doesn't allow that and so for him he may be seeing it as you don't support me like look i'm really busy i'm working really hard and my social media is part of my business right like i don't know the situation sure. so they have i'd like a little bit of clarification there but i guess um the point is is that you're right if you're trying to reach out and say to somebody hey this is what i'd like and there's no negotiation, then, you know, when you're saying you're stupid, then it, it doesn't show much respect. And that would really hurt me. Like, I would be like, huh, I've tried to be really understanding. I've tried to be articulate with him. I've even tried to explain, look, I'm really sick. Because that's what happens sometimes with me, right? Like, if I'm feeling emotional and I'm in bed, I'll recognize it and say, look, I'm, I'm in bed. I'm feeling really shitty. If I text you, please do respond. 
like being that open and then you'll reciprocate and be like, of course, babe, like 100%. But I also don't abuse that request either from you. Um, so, yeah, it really has to be both. Like, is she being really reasonable? It seems like you said it really does seem like she is. Um, but how is he responding? And are, is she giving um, what's the word? Um, is she willing to uh, words dropped from my head? Negotiate. There you go. So maybe it's like, all right, look, mornings are really tough for me. I'm always really busy in the morning. When I wake up, I get into my morning routine and texting you isn't one of them. It's like, okay, maybe I can live without a text in the morning. But if you don't mind, it'd be lovely to hear from you. And the reason why is because I'm really, you know, I'm feeling alone. And right now I'm really struggling. It'd be great if I felt like supported by you. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if part of what's going on is he feels guilty about not texting and more than he's unwilling to do it, he doesn't want her to feel like it's owed to her because then he has to feel bad about all the times that he hasn't done it or he forgets. Mm. And I remember at the beginning of our relationship, I would often, our arguments would center around you, me doing something, you feeling some kind of way about it, and then me trying to convince you not to feel that you shouldn't feel that right. way about it, which then basically makes you feel invalidated, which then escalates like the whole argument. And then once I realized, actually, this is about me feeling guilty, I would just start saying, wow, I'm so sorry, I feel really badly about that. And I don't, I really don't wanna feel badly about this, so I'd like to come up with some solution. One, I would like the forgiveness for having done it, so I don't have to beat myself up over it. And then two, like, let's put a plan in place. Like, how do I go about doing it so that, you know, we're meeting your needs? And getting that kind of breakdown is, is pretty great. So being able to process through that figuring out why he's responding the way that he's responding because at least as painted here it's it's a very unhelpful response to be beyond generous yeah. and also you were always so very honest with me about um look when i'm at work you know you explain to me the situation i'm with a bunch of guys we're in business i'm going hard i want to you know perform at my absolute best so i'm not thinking about my wife at home and you were very honest with me. You're like, look, that's got nothing to do with you, babe. I love you so much. But when I'm at work, I'm in a different mode. There are different chemicals pumping in my body. I do not want to be romantic. I do not want to be texting you lovey-dovey text messages because I'm in a very intense, masculine, grind environment. And so having you explain that to me actually was really helpful for me to say, okay, like I get it, but what if I do need to get in contact with you? How do we handle that? Because you just ignoring me, like what if I really do need you? And that's where we came up with a three call rule that you're gonna ignore, ignore the first two phone calls that I make, but on the third one, you'll answer it no matter who you're with. And so things like that, I, I started to understand where you were coming from instead of just seeing it from my perspective. Because at the time I was a stay-at-home wife, so I didn't feel like I had much of a life. So everything I did revolved around you. You know, cooking you food and making meals and all of this. So when I felt like, oh, I'm reaching out to you and now you're not responding, I did feel alone and I did feel like I'm a bit lost. But once you really did explain to me everything, I was like, okay, look, you have to see it from his perspective because he's going out and he's having a tough day do too. So as much as I like to think, oh, but I'm, a, I'm alone and woe is me, he also is out there working hard, busting his ass, and I need to respect that. And it doesn't mean I have to just like, give up everything I want. I just have to respect it, and then we come together and find that happy medium where we're both happy on both sides. Although, in fact, now I'm just kind of talking on a tangent here. 
Um, in fact, only today, like 10 minutes before I came to set, we were texting back and forth and you text me back K. And that was one, like, it may have been silly, but that was one thing that I said to you. Like, I don't like you just responding K in, as, a, as in OK. Right. Because it's just like, what, you, you don't even have the time for the O? And it may be silly and it may be um, pathetic and um, minor, but it really bothered me. And so I just said to you, babe, like, please, if you, if you don't mind, like, you text all of your work colleagues and everyone, you text all of them K. I want the O. So since and so today, funny, you text me K and you're like, oh shit, sorry, I actually meant okay, I know you don't like that. And we had that discussion you know like, what's hilarious? That was like ten years ago we had that discussion. Literally. Yeah. As I'm apologizing for that, someone else texts me, K. Really? Yeah. I was like, that is hysterical. <laughs> That's amazing. But I said that to you like ten years ago. And even to this day, you still respect that. And it doesn't mean that you're not gonna slip up, but you still immediately caught yourself and you went, Oh, sorry, babe. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Trying to give your partner what they want when you can, I think is pretty important. Yeah. All right. On to the next question. Um, this is from Anonymous. So my ex and I were together for over three years. Before we broke up, we were having a lot of arguments and he felt disconnected in our relationship. We never used to have arguments as often as we have been. I, uh, it felt like he didn't want to work on us when things got difficult and decided to break up. I do love him a lot and would like to work things out, but we haven't spoken in a couple of weeks as we both decided to work on ourselves first because we aren't what we need to be. I realize that in this part, uh, sorry, I realize that in this time apart, I want to text or call him and just talk about everything. I've been very hesitant because I don't want to push him away even more. But I also feel like if we don't talk about the core things that were wrong, we will lose each other for good. Tom and Lisa, I was wondering what would be the best course of action to save my relationship and be with a man I love again. Thank you. Well, I have maybe some, um, I don't know if it's counterintuitive, but I have some Advice from my perspective. Go Here it. it goes. I think that taking the time to actually work on herself, to set that relationship aside and really do the work, not text, not call, get the space, go somewhere different, explore, try something new. And if after all of that, you come back and you're like, man, I really still want to be with this person, then at least you'll have shifted your perspective, you'll have cleared your head, you'll have you know, looked at something else, focused on something else, and I don't mean a person, but like go on a photo safari to Africa, like something that just really shocks you out of your normal perspective mm. and see if through all of that, you're like, yeah, that actually is what I want. Or if you're like, wow, once I got my head clear, like I can see now some of the toxicity in that relationship. So. I think when people are in a relationship that's volatile like that, they're clinging on to something that isn't actually real. And so just hitting the reset button, clearing your head, focusing on other things, having something else be your primary like driver for a minute, then revisit, mm. um, I think is the only way to realize if that really is the actual relationship you want to be in or if you have like this mentality of I want to make it work or if there's just like some level of obsession that's involved there, um, which isn't necessarily healthy. I would say it's probably like the absence, right? So it's like the relationship got very volatile, they split up and the absence, it does it. I, I don't understand the, the science behind it, but 
guaranteed it makes you miss them you start thinking about the good times you start to feel alone oh remember that time we were cuddling on the sofa like that was amazing and you forget all the shit that went along with it so right now i think it is purely her chemicals that are saying call him text him i want to be in touch with him and i think to be honest and i'm just if i was her this is how i think i would feel i would worry that i would lose them like right now, because she's like the emotions That's are coming. That's exactly why I think yeah. she should go do something else. Right, I I know, and I agree. Um, but I think that's why it's like she's got in her head the, all the happy moments, the really special moments. She's playing those, the feelings she got when things were right. good, and now she's worried. Shit, what if we wait too long? What if I've missed that opportunity? Um, but I think you're 100% right, working on yourself. And it's not going to be easy. There are going to be moments that she's going to want to text him and call him. Um, but just from a, even when we're you know, in a relationship like me and you, when there are moments where my health is getting bad um, and I start to feel the difference in my chemicals, feeling different, feeling like I'm getting moodier, feeling like I'm becoming more irritable, um, I know that I have to do the work myself. I have to work on my emotions. I have to work on getting myself um, balanced and my equilibrium um, on well, balanced, I guess. Um, I recognize that I have to do that before I can then come back and be in, you know, have a happy marriage. Because I recognize it is my emotions that's leading me somewhere. And so with her, I think, she, you know, as much as she possibly can, being aware that right now her emotions are taking over her. And so how do you break out of that? I think getting out of the environment is a great one. Being around different people, doing different things and really working on herself. Like reflect back. Why were those last moments in your relationship terrible? Where, what, what, why were they so versatile? Um, not versatile, volatile, volatile thank you. Um, and really assess like what was her part in it? And so what can she then change if this relationship is going to work? What does she need to change within herself to then bring that back into the relationship? Whether it's with this, you know, her ex or whether it's with somebody new. I hear that. Cool. All right. So, guys, if you'd like to submit any questions, please just email us at connect at impacttheory.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. If you'd like to stay anonymous, please just say so. And, of course, we absolutely respect that. And if this is bringing you value, rate and review and share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. That is what we really, really appreciate. All right. On to the next question. Let us go. Let's do it. Oh, and also, if you're not following at Tom Billu, follow him on all platforms and me at Lisa Billu. All right. Next question. This is from Erica. I have a boyfriend I really love and admire, but he feels disconnected with everything, the relationship and his projects. We live in different cities and he says he doesn't know if he wants to see me again. Oh. We have been together for two years. I travel every two to three months to visit him and he says he doesn't know why he should be in a relationship. He says he is surrounded by failed relationships and he compares me with his mum and what she went through with his dad until they got divorced. He says he doesn't know if he is someone good to have a relationship with because for him, there are two paths. One, the path of greatness. Two, the path of family. I don't know if I should end the relationship or give him space. Woo! Wow. So, yeah, this is where I earn my reputation for being the cold-hearted bastard. Like, I, I don't personally understand when a relationship seems to have very little that it's giving and a whole lot that it's taking. I don't understand um, 
acting as if the relationship in and of itself is a sacred thing that has to be protected. So there's no mention of kids here, which definitely would complicate the issue. They're not even married. Um, if he's saying, I don't even know if I want to be with you, I don't know if I want to be in a relationship, if I'm good to be in a relationship, like there is so much work that needs to be done for certainly for him to find stability and all of that. And is this all just a guy's for he's just not that into you and otherwise he is fine and he just doesn't know how to communicate that or is he really that dysfunctional where he thinks so little of himself that he doesn't even know if he should be in a relationship. Um, this relationship to me sounds like it has just an extreme level of dysfunction. I mean dysfunction in the sense that it is not functioning in a way that I would say is worth the sacrifices of being in a relationship. It's not making them each feel better about themselves. It's not lifting each other up. They're not working together on common goals. Like it just, there are things that make a relationship thrive. And the easiest way to say it is, do you feel like you're their number one? Do you feel better about yourself when you're around them? Like once those things stop being true, then it's like, well, if you guys, like she's not sure if she should give him space or work with him. He's not sure if he should even be in a relationship. He's not sure if he wants to be on the, what he calls the path of greatness or the path of family, which to me, they are not mutually exclusive. They definitely are trade-offs. There's no question. There's very much reason I did not have a traditional family. But for me, like our marriage is the highest priority and it's worth those sacrifices. And it's worth it in the times where I say, doing this would be good for business. Like literally just today, there was a awesome opportunity that came up and June didn't even get the words out of her mouth. And I was like, she said, you've been invited to dinner. No, I was like, absolutely not. And she was, and I said, you know, tell me what the dinner is. And it was like actually good. And it's one of those from a business perspective I should go to. You need to talk to me about that because you're going to say you said no because so we can spend time together. I said no out of a selfish desire to spend time with my wife. So that's, and and because my response like, is like depends what dinner it was right and look there is a threshold yeah. where it's like hey steven spielberg called he wants you to come cool i'll be there yeah um but it's it is a comically high bar mm. right now and when people don't have that when the relationship does not seem worth that sacrifice that's okay and i think where i disconnect with people is i don't feel people have a moral obligation to be in a relationship I don't think that a dysfunctional relationship makes your life better than being alone. Mm -hmm. And I think when people are afraid to be alone, that is something that has to be faced. And so when being alone is a beautiful experience and being in a relationship is just a more beautiful experience than being in a relationship. And yes, I get it. There's ups and downs and it's work and all that. And, but I think part of that is beautiful. And like, like I said earlier, the building lives together, like it's beautiful and it's worth every ounce of the up and down. But when it's like just down, then I'm not sure what people are fighting so hard for. I would say reset, focus on yourself, get into doing the self-development work that will be tremendously rewarding, and then approach another relationship, or even this one again, once you've both done the work to come back together. But just staying in a relationship that, that isn't feeding you emotionally, I don't understand. Yeah, um, I'm gonna pick up my mic a bit here. Hopefully don't deafen people because I wanna say this, but I wanna get really close. Erica, you're worth more, honey. Like, I really mean it. Like, for someone to say they don't know if they want to see me again and they don't know if I want to be in any relationship and that I just remind them of their mom. Like, Erica, you're worth more. 
period. Like it actually breaks my heart. I'm actually getting a little emotional right now because she feels like she has to cling on to this guy. And I get it. Like there's some, she may love him and all of that, but like, man, you, you should be with somebody that's making you feel amazing. You deserve to be with somebody that's telling you how special you are. And yes, there are going to be relationships, of course, it's not always going to be like that. So I'm never saying like me and you have the perfect relationship. You always make me feel special at all times. But of course you make me feel special. Of course you make me feel wanted. That's why I want to be in this relationship. And when someone is deliberately not thinking about you and not caring about how they're going to make you feel, like that isn't a relationship to me. And I'm like kind of getting hard now on this answer. But I really mean it. Like she deserves and she needs to believe that she deserves more, period. And you need to be with somebody that makes you feel like that, period. And that's all I have to say on the matter. Word. I felt very strongly about that one. I like that. And yeah, I mean, do the work on thyself. Do the work on thyself. Yeah. Because I think you're right. Part of this is she's not sure what her value is, which means she needs to do the work. Yeah. All right, guys. That's all we have time for. Wow. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us and for submitting the questions. Always, always appreciated. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.